Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. I asked some other big comics what kind of comedy they thought I should start with, and I got some great advice. Across the board, they said, stay away from talking about football. Did you see the story? No. You didn't see the story? No, I haven't seen it yet. So, um, Tom Brady has an hour-long comedy special. And just hearing that little bit there, you can kind of hear his tone throughout the whole thing. And uh, it doesn't sound very exciting to me. <laughs> it's a morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. What's today, Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, it Hump feels day. like it's Tuesday Hump or day. Monday again, but know. no, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put us there. Do not bring that evil on us. Uh, no, we're, we're getting to the uh, end of the week here, as uh, we do. It seems like he's keeping his options open. Um, you can get the full hour uh, on YouTube, but this is just a little bit of it. And, um, I mean, you tell me what you think. I think a lot of people thought I'd be bad at this, but honestly, it's pretty easy. Not as easy as winning a Super Bowl, but pretty easy. You know, when I decided I was going to do stand-up, I asked some other big comics what kind of comedy they thought I should start with. And I got some great advice. Across the board, they said, stay away from talking about football. Talk about anything else in your life, but if you're serious about comedy, you can't rely on who you were as a football player. And I said, can I talk about my divorce? And they said, you know what? You should talk about football. Show of hands. <laughs> How many people here tonight have been in a huddle? He just keeps okay, going. put your hand down if your last huddle was in Pop Warner. Okay, put your hand down if your last huddle was in high school, college, the XFL, the CFL, the NFL, the playoffs, the Super Bowl. Two Super Bowls, three Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, five Super Bowls, six Super Bowls, seven Super Bowls. Now look around. You see anybody with their hands still up? Damn right you do. Anybody on the apps right now? I'm recently single and thinking about getting on them, but here's the problem. I've never been on them. I don't really know what I'm doing. Someone sent me a message on Bumble. She said, you look just like Tom Brady. And I said, I am Tom Brady. She said, prove it. So I went to her house and let a little air out of all of her footballs. <laughs> Do you like what you pay to see? You know, uh, sure. Just to say that I saw Tom Brady doing stand-up comedy. Okay. Why not? Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's not Tom Brady. What? <laughs> you fooled you me. You fooled me. I wanted to see what you thought um, because it's crazy. It's AI. It's not Tom no Brady. No way. Yeah. And there's this, um, there's this thing, a generated version of Tom Brady appears. Uh, it's his new comedy special curated by an artificial intelligent program itself. So the thing that created that is AI, and it's, uh, it has its own YouTube channel, and it's called Dudesy. Using data, uh, interviews with Tom Brady, and hundreds of thousands of hours of stand-up comedy footage, Dudesy simulated an hour-long comedy special. What are the implications for this? That's this is what I'm so saying. creepy. So just to... Oh it's, it's wild. Is Dudesy making money off of this? Because I, have I feel no like the idea. real Tom Brady would be a little bit upset about that. I'm sure, but is there an infrastructure to stop this right now? I mean, we're going to have to create one at some point because, like, there are so many wrong places this could go. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. You know, when you flush the toilet, it's been said 
It's spray. Just invisible spray goes everywhere with all sorts of things in it. That's you know? exciting. You know? Yeah. It's a fun thing to think about. Yeah, for sure. And uh, another scientist, he's exposed how dirty your bathroom is actually uh, before flushing and after flushing. And the before and after is just terribly, terribly... Uh, Terribly terrible. It's terribly terrible. And yeah, it, yeah, it's no good. The experiment proved that uh, the toilet lid should be down before you flush uh, for peak cleanliness. That's why there's a lid in the first place, Let's, right? Yeah, exactly. But not a lot of people think about that, I don't think. Maybe now they are more because this is becoming more of a thing. Right. Use the lid. Uh, what was the thing? It was a video. It was like uh, ultra... Violet rays or something oh. being shot at the toilet, and when it flushed, it just like the entire room was just like, oh. you know those, you know, oh, 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 it's the back of the throat, you know, you know those like air fresheners where it's just like, and it just fills the room. Yes, I do. You want me to make that sound again? One more time. Okay. Oh no, no. Um, so this is what he did. He put a Petri dish. You guys know what those Petri dishes are? Rhetorical question, because it's a radio. <laughs> On uh, the tank that holds the water, okay? And uh, he didn't flush, so he just left it there for 10 minutes. And there was a little bit, you know, stuff on it, just from being in the bathroom. Okay. Takes it away, puts another Petri dish there, flushes. Nothing in. No, 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 nothing, you know, no human stuff in the toilet bowl. Okay. Just flushes it. Okay. The Petri dish then after is just filthy. Oh, filthy. come on. Okay. So um, if you're not closing the lid, you are, I mean, your toothbrush is in there. Your towels are in there. <sighs> um, you know what I was thinking about? You know what we can't do anymore? What? The courtesy flush. Oh, yeah, I know, you, you really thought about this hard, didn't well, you? Well, you have to think about these things. So, yeah, if you're courtesy flushing, you're basically spraying yourself with yourself. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> and others. And I'm not trying to be disgusting here. I'm just trying to be scientific because this is what we're talking about. Um, okay. So, so it's important to, to, to close the lid. Now, there are times, like we were talking about, Sarah, mm -hmm. where there, there ain't no lid on that. In that toilet. Oh, yeah. Do you use public restrooms? Some people don't even use public restrooms. To go number two, what we're, what we're talking about here. No. You don't use public restrooms. I do use public restrooms. Oh, okay, good. So that's fine. That's what I'm asking here. Okay. So when you use public restrooms and you're going to the bathroom, afterwards, there's no uh, lid. lid. So what do we do? We... Flush and run. <laughs> Flush and run. You got it. So that's what I've been doing at the airport when I was coming back from Mexico. <laughs> except when I flush and run. I mean, people must think I'm crazy because I, I, you know, because I don't care. You know, you, you have to go to the bathroom. You use the bathroom. And uh, I would flush with my toe. Uh-huh. And I would be already like half out of the uh, stall. I'd kick the thing and then I would just run like heck. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Sarah. Yes. So if you had to choose between who's dirtier, I know it's a generalization and those are wrong, but I'm asking you. <laughs> okay. Guys or girls, who's dirtier? Guys are grosser. <sighs> okay. 
Let's read, shall we? Okay, let and us. This might back you up, but I have personal experience to back it down. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. So, uh, apparently guys need help. Okay. Um, in terms of personal hygiene. Um I, all we can say is, you know, clean your teeth, bro, because uh, only 54% of young men brush daily? Really? 54%. So 46% Six. Of, of, of men are good not. Good math. <laughs> that was good. Old school math, baby. I know. Don't it took me a math. minute, too. Um, they only, they don't brush daily. Wow. Uh, that's insane. I do the mess with the peel off and the charcoal. Yeah. I mean, does cool. that is it beneficial for you? Do you like it? Do you I enjoy wouldn't do it, it right now because it would peel the first layer of my face off. <laughs> but uh, uh, yes, I do like it. It does uh, make my skin clearer. It makes my skin feel better. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that, dudes. There ain't nothing wrong with that. You got to talk to your fellow millennial men then. <laughs> well, let's see. In a recent survey... 2,000 men. So that's a great sample size. Normal sample size. Ages 18 to 26 and 27 to 42. I'm in that second, the older one. Over two in five, 42% reveal they need someone to confront them. Confront them about their skincare regimen or lack thereof. So they can't just make the change on their own. They need somebody to come out and call them out. They need the, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, queer eye for the straight guy? What are, what are those oh, guys yeah. called? The gla- what are they called? Gosh, <sighs> they have a... Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't remember. I didn't watch that show. show. Oh, I loved that show, and I loved the reboot of that show. They did um, a reboot? Sarah. I've got yes. my head in the sky <laughs> most days, with as you AI. know, with AI. Um, so I'm learning that in my older age because as I'm getting older, my skin's getting drier and grosser and crackier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gross. Like, yeah. uh, um, so I'm glad I'm married. Uh, but it's you have to take care of that. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't just happen. No, it don't just happen. Yeah, You're you right. got to do something. Uh, now, here's my deal. And this is where I'm going to bite back a little bit at what you said earlier. Okay. So, yes, guys need help with self-care. Yes. But when it comes... I have three older sisters. I grew up in a house of women. You know, in Arizona, it would have been considered a bordello. Okay. You know? So, there were a house full of women, and the bathrooms were disgusting. And I would, in my young, little, tiny, young years... At the dinner, breakfast, lunch table, bring up to these ladies, my sisters, if that is their real names, and I would say, you guys got to take that hair off the side of the shower. <laughs> you guys got to clean all of the, the the shave. I mean, now I shave and, you know, leave that, but yeah. it was just, I was like, you guys are disgusting and you're supposed to be the clean ones. We shed. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah, Rocky and Sarah. on 98.7 WN. ourselves a scandal here. <laughs> so for all of you Vanderpump Rules fans out there, um, you know, you've probably been following the story. We, we've been following it here pretty loosely on the show uh, in comparison to other people. But, you know, it's wild. Um, to give you a little bit of a background, Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox had been a thing uh, for about nine years. They had a relationship. Home together, all of this stuff. 
and out of seemingly nowhere, he has an affair with uh, their mutual friend, Raquel. Aha. Raquel. And uh, everybody, Raquel Levis. Now, Everybody has taken Ariana's side uh, for the most part because Tom is just, he's not showing good colors right now. Okay. And I think it's pretty universally known that he's just tail between his legs. He's trying to fix his image, uh, but I don't think um, he is 100% feeling remorse for what he did. I don't know. I think he's feeling remorse for, for getting caught. Okay. Um, now, yesterday, he, uh, you know, he hasn't really had other than his cover band, <laughs> uh, which has a stupid name. I can't remember. Something the extras. Ew. And uh, yeah, very extra. He goes to the one place that will allow him a platform to talk about it. And uh, apparently this was on Howie Mandel's podcast. <laughs> oh, Okay. I didn't even know. I didn't know. There's a billion podcasts. I didn't know Howie Mandel even had a podcast. Howie's got a podcast. <laughs> and All he even right. let Howie shave his mustache. That's how badly <gasps> he needed a platform. Wow. Now, yesterday on the podcast, Tom said he's been learning a lot from his experience um, of cheating on his longtime girlfriend, Ariana Maddox. This is what he had to say. If anything good can come out of this is that I just learn and never get myself in the situation again. Learn, see the mistakes that I made, stay in therapy. I felt like Adam Sandler's character in Uncut Gems. Like, it was not fun. It was anxiety. It was like, there was no thrill in, like, sneaking around, and and it was not, not cool. Well, huh. Not cool indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Sandoval, when all this blew up, uh, Ariana found uh, an inappropriate video of Raquel on Tom's phone while he was at a concert for his cover band. Um, And she saw this on the phone. Now, I guess in an effort to make himself look better, he was trying to say that he had broken up with her prior. But I don't know if people are believing him, in fact. Before she found the stuff on your phone, she would have considered you guys still in a in a relationship and maybe a relationship that could have been mended, right? Because she was going in a different direction than you. I had already broken up with her two weeks earlier and I told her, I said, listen, we don't have to post anything on social media. Like, let's talk through this. Like, I understand. Like, we can, we can like, keep this, like, between us. Like, we always have kept stuff between us and figure out a way to navigate this that, like, helps us both out. And then a couple days later... It doesn't I sit down to talk with her out. again, and she's like, I'm like not letting you leave me. Um, you're going to have to force me out of this relationship. And I was like, Ariana, like, I don't, I was even like, I don't think I could be faithful in a relationship with you right now. Ooh, this now, is messy. I'm sure he's just like dying inside that he looks so bad. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 W. Mewing, again, is something that has been termed, I believe, by Gen... What's the young one? Z? Gen Z. Gen Z. Uh, it's a thing on TikTok. And apparently experts weigh in on the on the controversial beauty hack. See, I don't even think it's a beauty hack. Like, no. that's not like... Makeup is like a beauty... I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. 
They're saying that mewing is the latest quick fix beauty trend to dramatically changing one's face. And uh, the medical experts, they're not buying it. And neither are Sarah and I. I don't think so. (laughs) I'm not so sure about this mewing. So it was the mewing term was coined by a British dentist, John Mew. Mew. I get it. And his son, Mike Mew. They're just mewing twins. I think of a cat when I hear Mew. I think of like we're mewing around. I don't know, like hanging around. Let's go mew somewhere. Yeah. It's weird. Time to mew. They uh, preach the idea of altering face shapes and jawlines through facial exercises, um, though most dentists (laughs) deny their claims. (laughs) So, um, you know, the fact that these guys named it mewing. Uh, probably means it doesn't work. They just really want their names out there. Yeah. This would be so cool if I went viral. Now, why are people doing this? Um, why do people do anything? Why do people do the Tide Pod Challenge or the, <laughs> the gum challenge we just listened to the painful uh, reaction yesterday? So many questions. Uh, it's because they want their jawlines to look more defined. Oh, okay. I guess is what they're saying. One doctor it's, explains basically... It's a way of repositioning anatomy in your neck and lower face. Okay, so I got a little bit of what do you call this? A gobble? What do you, you call have it? A gobble? Is that what it's called though? Uh, uh, sure. We it's can a, call it. I mean, call it a gobble. We can call it worse things. I'm sure, but, <laughs> but we're yeah. calling it a gobble you know, in this the, situation. The piece under your neck that kind of is hanging. And as I'm getting older, it's getting more gobbly. You know, gobbly wobbly. Um, but. Um, they're saying that that kind of lifts that part up a little bit. Okay. Um, now, uh, people have claimed on social media to see dramatic results, um, but obviously I think it's uh, it's getting mixed results. It's um, viewed in line as a, a free alternative to plastic surgery. Uh, fortunately, experts say there aren't any major negative side effects, so you can mew all you want. Yes, mew away. Um, but essentially, so yeah, you're 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 taking your tongue. Uh, what the video had said is take the tongue and press it up against the roof of your mouth. Okay. And and that is supposed to basically lift your under jaw. Up a little bit. Is my, it. is my gobble gone? Let's see. Mm, that's me sticking it out. See? Okay, you stick it out. Okay, now it's gone. Now I've got now I'm mewing. Look, I'm mewing. Uh, I mean it looks different. Okay. Is there still <laughs> a gobble? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, I have a gobble. No, you don't have a gobble. Okay. I never said you had a gobble. Did you just say you have a gobble? About? Um how does it okay, so side view for me. So uh, okay. this is normal. Okay. Now I am going to mew. I mean, I guess a little bit, but okay. nothing like... Not dramatic. Nothing like the, dramatic. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. There are ways to compliment someone or to ignore something that you see that you don't like um, that I think we should help each other work towards. So that was Ariana Grande. Good morning, Capital City. It's a morning routine with Rocky and Sarah here on 98.7 WNNS. It's sunny out two days in a row, three days in a row. I don't know. I was gone. We're pretty lucky. Yeah, we are pretty lucky with the weather recently. Uh, loving that. So Ariana Grande shared a message with uh, her millions, millions of social media followers Tuesday. That's yesterday. 29-year-old. I can't believe she's uh, 29 only. Really? Uh, yeah, I thought she was older than that. 29-year-old yeah. singer uh, hopped on TikTok for a rare video addressing 
concerns about her body, and uh, this is what she had to say. I don't do this often. I'm not good at it, and I don't like it, but I just wanted to address your concerns about my body and talk a little bit about what it means to be a person with a body and to be seen and to be paid such close attention to. I think we could be... I think we should be gentler and less comfortable commenting on people's bodies, no matter what. If you think you're saying something good or well-intentioned, whatever it is, healthy, unhealthy, big, small, this, that, sexy, not sexy, I, I don't, we just shouldn't, we should really work towards not doing that as much. Which is, I think, becoming more of a normal thing. To stop uh, talking about people's bodies. Yeah, I think it's moving that way. I mean, I think it should, at least out loud. You know right. what I mean? You know, we can't control what we think in our heads. Right. But you can control what you say to somebody. We're not all perfect, but you can control that. And it's interesting what she says here because... Um, you know, you wouldn't ever know what somebody's going through uh, when they look a certain way or something. And sure. it may not be as healthy as you think. There are many different kinds of beautiful. There are many different ways to look healthy and beautiful. I know personally for me, the body that you've been comparing my current body to was the unhealthiest version of my body. I was on a lot of antidepressants and drinking on them and eating poorly and at the lowest points of my life when I looked the way you consider my healthy but that in fact wasn't my healthy um and I shouldn't I know I shouldn't have to explain that but I do feel like maybe having an openness and some sort of vulnerability here will be something like good might come from it I don't know I don't know but healthy can look different and that's true you know what I mean you know you might think somebody is uh unhealthy or uh Doing something they shouldn't be, and they could be, um, right. you know, be doing exactly what they should be doing. Very vulnerable on her part. Yes, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well, the pants Taylor Swift wore for her first single girl outing have already sold out, and some fans are already looking into deeper meaning behind her fashion choice, because that's what her fans do. They look into the deeper meaning of it all. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Taylor wore a pair of butterfly patch cropped jeans from a brand called Area when she uh, was out and about in New York City Monday night. The pants, which come complete with a bedazzled butterfly on the Whoa. leg, retail Whoa. for $673. Stupid. Oh, so dumb. Oh, my so goodness. So dumb. I hate that. Live your best life. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS.